Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Tons of people take a multivitamin, me included. I'm trying to get back on track after football season, eating better, exercising, all of that. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adopting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks for listening to Saints Happy Hour. We are a family here. You know what families do? They support each other. And if you aren't a patron, we need your support. All the great content you consume for free takes time and money. If you love the show and listen regularly, please become a patron. We need you. Supporting Saints Happy Hour can cost you as little as 23 cents a day. That's what the Saints should have paid Kenny Stills. So please, go to Patreon slash Saints Happy Hour and support the show today. Hey, Ralph. Ralphie, Andrew, and Dave. All right, I got uh, got a little intel. Your Saints Happy Hour podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's a joke, all right? And I'll tell you what. You, Ralph, you mispronounce everything, okay? I listen, I go, what the... Does he not know the English language? All right, Ralph. Try to get an English class in there every now and then, okay, pal? Andrew! Think you're smart, huh? Think you're smart? You're in big trouble, pal. He pieces shit like you for breakfast. And then, of course, there's Dave. Dave, a little obnoxious? Got a little bit of a chip on your shoulder? Huh? You gotta get cut people down all the time? Is that what you gotta do? But uh, know that life is good. Appreciate it. Do what you do. Keep on keeping on. Shoot her out. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. We are doing a special live edition of Twitter Spaces. Uh, Andrew's going to join us in a little bit. Dave's going to join us. Maybe Kevin will hop on too. Guys, if you're listening to this podcast later in your RSS feed, however you listen, please, please support Saints Happy Hour. Become a patron. We had Darth Saint, famous uh, Saints fan uh, at the Saints game. You've seen him dressed up uh, in costume. He is now a patron. Uh, we got Maximilian. He joined. 
These are great people. They're signing up. They're supporting the show. It's only $10 a month, and you get a free swag box. Give us a try. I promise you'll love what we're doing here. So, Saints didn't get Deshaun Watson. He did the old okey-doke and went to Cleveland. And I personally feel really stupid because every single time almost in the NFL, what does it come down to? It comes down to freaking money. He wasn't torn about anything. Oh, I'm torn. I want to go home. I don't know what I want to do. He wanted his freaking money, and he got it from the Browns. $230 million, Garrett freaking teed, all of it. They even built in some uh, safeguards for him, so when he gets suspended, he's not going to lose that money because it only cuts your game check every week. His base salary is going to be a million dollars. So Cleveland just gave him all the money, uh, and, you know, the thing about it is the NFL, man, they create the best drama, the best suspense. I mean, I took a nap. I wake up. I'm like, what the hell is going? It's Cleveland. What? They're supposed to be out of it. And oh, by the way, how bad did the Carolina Panthers feel? They've been chasing Deshaun Watson for 400 days. All they had to do was back up the truck and eat a cane, which to me, another question is, if the Saints were willing to go as far as they went, piss off a number of the fan base who are mad. Some say they're not coming back. They're not getting over this ever, right? So if they're willing to go as far as they did, why weren't they willing to go just a little bit further and beat Cleveland's offer? But, I mean, you know, Mickey Loomis, he's always had his thing where he's uh, locked in on price and uh, doesn't waver. I mean, he did that. He did that with Breeze, and uh, he did that with other ones. Uh, so we got Sean. We got uh, we got Kevin. Uh, we'll try to get him uh, speaking soon. I, I sent him a uh, request uh, to speak. If you want to invite, if you want to request, request to speak. Give us your opinion on what your thoughts are on the entire. Um, Deshaun Watson episode. We'd love to hear from you. We got a ton of people in the room because I want to give it to you guys because, because it's interesting. Before we get to the Saints' Plan B, what are your feelings about Deshaun Watson? Are you just going to be like, okay, I hated the like me, I hated the fact that they were chasing after him. I made my piece. I said, hey, look, uh, there is. Uh, there's too much risk involved. I don't know that he's going to be on the straight and narrow. I think it's too much risk. It's gross. And I'm worried that in a couple of years, the Saints are going to regret it and the franchise is going to burn to the ground because this dude can't stop his gross behavior. And that was one of my main reasons for not wanting to, uh, to do this. Uh, but now that it's over, I'm just like, eh, it's over. I don't like teams. Do, NFL teams do all kinds of stuff that I don't want them to do all the time. Just like basic players, they're like, ah, I don't want them to sign this guy, that guy. So they didn't sign him. So I'm just gonna move it along. I'm not gonna like hang it against them and rip them to shreds. Other people might, and hey, you could do that. You could be like, hey, I'm not getting over this. And every false step that you make from here on out, I'm gonna remind you, you wanted this gross dude to be your quarterback, and that's fine. 
you, everybody can do what they want to do, but I'm just, I'm not going to do that. And, and we'll see. Uh, Kevin, this is Kevin Sims, not Kevin Held. Kevin Sims, what is your feeling now that, sprang up that, from the seat. that uh, Kevin, what's your thoughts on what's going on with Deshaun Watson? Well, I just wanted to, to sort of say that I'm kind of over the quarterback situation right now. We didn't <laughs> get it. So uh, I just want to flip up to something I am. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Excited about Nesta to talk trash about the Falcons. Oh, my God. I mean, what did they do with Matt Ryan? I mean, if Matt Ryan does not get pissed off and demand a trade, he shows me he's as soft off the field as he is Here's on the it. field. Somebody tweeted, some checkmark tweeted that, like, now Matt Ryan can show what quarterback and team leadership is after dealing with this difficult situation. I was like, dude, what is that? Atlanta showed him their whole ass to Deshaun Watson, and now you want Matt Ryan to be a good dad for the kids? Like, what is that about? Like, Matt Ryan, that's exactly, Matt that's Ryan exactly should be like, get me to Indianapolis. You got, in fact, you know what? The, the bonus that was due Tuesday, it's really due Monday. Get me to Indianapolis. Like, that's what he should do if he, if he has any pride. Like, for real. The, the, diff, the situation, Kevin, is different with the Saints because the Saints, they didn't have a quarterback under contract. They didn't have a guy that had been with the franchise for like 15 years and been a model for the franchise and helped them recover from the Michael Vick disaster. They were just going to throw him aside for another off-the-field train wreck you know so Saints they don't have they don't have Jameis Winston under contract they got you know they got uh ebook and 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 Taysom that's it so like the Saints weren't like crapping all over a quarterback I mean in in, in effect maybe Jameis's feelings were hurt but Jameis is a free agent so Jameis yeah. could have could have signed with another team with and screwed over the Saints he could have done that last week if he wanted to and I, I'm pretty sure it's been reported that uh, the Saints has offered Jameis a contract, and like he could he could have signed that. If, I mean, if that's true, I can't remember if where I heard that from. Mm -hmm. But like, I mean, yeah, I mean, Jameis is probably going to be our quarterback, and that's fine. And that's probably how it was always going to be. the The Watson stuff was exciting. I'm glad it didn't happen because I mean, it's just <laughs> icky. It's, it's just super icky. And, the thing um, is, it, it, it wouldn't have been – my thing was it was super icky. And it, my, I believe that it, it would have made Saints football less fun. And I know a lot of people in this chat are probably like, you, they'd have won and you'd have got over and it'd have been fun. But I believe there had been a percentage of Saints fans that would have always brought it up and it would have divided Saints Twitter and social media and the fans. And it would – maybe not 50-50 – but it would have been always there, and it would have been this—I don't know what word you use—but it would have been this crack, 
And I think it would have made Saints football less fun. And I was just willing not to do it. Like, I, I know the upside. Listen, uh, I, the, he I, could, I, but I just I wasn't willing to do it. I agree that it would have been less fun up until the point where Watson made us a Super Bowl <laughs> by like, we're, we're going eight and oh, we have a shutout defense, we're putting up 30 points a game. Yeah, that, that would be fun again. And that that's, was my entire take over the entire situation. This is what I'm going to end on is, yes, I wanted him as a person who wants the Saints to have the best team possible. I wanted Deshaun Watson, but as Kevin Sims, no, I, I, I don't want to root for that guy. I'm well, glad he's with the Browns now. It's, I, he's, he's not in the NFC South. He's not on the Saints. He's like, I can just make jokes at him now. I kind of like, thanks Kevin. I, I kind of had this weird sort of morbid curiosity um, that I there was a little bit of part of me that wanted him to go to the Falcons and see the Falcons give up like three number ones and AJ Terrell and just see and then have to deal with Matt Ryan and see like the Falcons be terrible with Deshaun Watson as their quarterback. Like there was a part of me that wanted to experience that just a little, but going to Cleveland is probably is probably for the best. Um, all right. Uh, Budrich, he's joining us. Budrich, what you got for us? Uh, yeah, I just want to uh, first state, you know, a uh, little song news about uh, the ESPN reporter John Clayton. Uh, yeah, I got a John. I got a John Clayton for you, you people, in a minute. Yeah, I just want to say uh, rest in peace, Mr. John. Greatest, Clayton. greatest sports center ad ever. Oh yeah, yeah, like Ankitesa, but you LSU know, lost. In case you have y'all wondering. Yeah. 50, 59, 54. So I'm sure Juge will be in here any minute. But keep keep going, buddy. Keep going, buddy. Y'all know the reason why I didn't want Watson. I mean, I, when I saw Cleveland's, you know, trade package, I was I was kind of shocked that they didn't get a player. It was just a bunch of picks. It was just, it yeah. was the three rounders and a bunch of mid rounders. But I am glad he's in the AFC. In the AFC, and you know, it, it's just, it's just one of those things like. The only thing that kind of made getting to Sean Watson, I guess, kind of worth it is just seeing every one of these reports saying, you know, player X is willing to join Watson wherever he goes. I think I think it was Will Fuller. Then you had a few others, and it's like, you know, there's probably something to it. We probably could make the Super Bowl. Oh. Especially with see, it's just unraveling and just embracing the suckage. Well, here's the thing, too, with the media. The media got – owned and embarrassed completely because the oh. because the media they were they were reporting oh he's torn between going to his hometown team and the saints and it's an emotional decision and he's having a hard time with it and Atlanta's giving him the keys to the city and they're bringing in Quavo and they're doing all these things to make dude nobody oh. in the media not a single solitary fucking one of them was like, this is about money. He wants the biggest check, the biggest bag. That's where he's going. Not a single solitary freaking one of them. And, and oh, yeah. that it's embarrassing for this media to do their sources and get this as wrong 
as they did. And they're going to gaslight people on Twitter and pretend like it didn't happen. But the, the, the off-the-field stuff aside, I'm just talking about the reporting of the Deshaun Watson saga this last week. It's been an embarrassment for the media. An embarrassment because they were how wrong they were and how their details. They, they didn't, nobody had the money angle. Nobody. And, and, I, and like the thing is for me, like I'm embarrassed for myself because it's always about money, Butterich. It's, it's always about money. And it was. It was about $230 million. And I just, I just, I missed it. I, I bought their, I bought their whole, oh, he wants to go home and he's, he's conflicted. I bought it all lot, and I'm, I was dumb. And I'm, we didn't get Watson if, you know, we were just going to have to shell out somehow 45 to $50 million. And there's still that threat that criminal charges could be once again pre- uh, put on him again and he'll have to go to prison. Like, because I know, because keep in mind, he, he didn't like go to trial or anything or nothing like that. They, the charges were just dropped because of not enough evidence. But I promise you, there's, they find evidence. He, he's, going, he's going to prison. He, he's going to get arrested and get, and uh, have to go to trial. They and all won't. That. I mean, that, the, the thing is with the, the thing is with these, these cases, it's so hard, Budridge, because not only is it he said, she said, you can't, you yeah. cannot, it's, it's illegal to film a person getting a massage. So they'll have him going in the door, coming out the door. You can't film it. So no tell one that, knows. Tell that to Robert Kraft. That's true. But, <laughs> but, 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 but Robert Kraft wasn't – Deshaun Watson, none of his places were like at an establishment though as far as I understood it. I don't think. Like it was all like Instagram individual like therapists. It wasn't like he went to a, to a place and did it. Like it was a, a company film. That's, that's reassuring. That's a, oh, maybe. I don't know. You might you might have it. It'd be it'd be interesting. But but thanks. Thanks, Butteridge. Hey Andrew, are you the LSU lost? How heartbroken are you? That was an, an atrocious basketball game. Yeah, it was atrocious. You know, it was close for a minute there. I thought they had a shot, but uh, you know, they don't have a coach. So what are you gonna do? And Dave's joining us. Dave, you were at the Saints facility trying to break news. You saw free agents wandering around the facility, right? No, I don't know who. I don't know who. It was, it was, the, it was the two guys that they went, came in today, uh, May, May and uh, Street, the two free agents they're going to sign. They were there taking physicals apparently today. Wait, you know what? Let me look Let me look up their pictures. What's their names? What's the Kentav- first name of the Kentavia May guy? Kentavia Street and then what's the wh- – Andrew, what's the name of the May guy, the first name? I'm drawing a blank. Marcus. Marcus. Definitely wasn't Contavia Street. This guy was not that big. Oh, might have been. He was like kind of skinny. Marcus, Marcus what? May. Marcus May. I, I'm gonna tell while you look that up, and but and we get before. He he did not. He did not look like that on David. <laughs> That's right. Could have been Marcus. Uh, been Marcus uh, so Andrew, um, your thoughts on Deshaun Watson? While you were out getting, uh, you were you were getting beat by a 55 year old woman in tennis, right? Well, by the way. Make make you got to make Sean Orleans a I tried to. He's not. He's not. Uh, oh. oh, he's, he's rejecting, rejecting it. I don't know what I've. I've invited him to speak like four times. He refuses. He's pro- you know what? Maybe that was Marcus May. He had a Louis Vuitton. I'm bag. sure Marcus must have nice. been Marcus May. Had to have been. Well, you can't afford a Louis Vuitton bag unless you got a three year, twenty eight point five million dollars. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'll give you my thoughts. Um, well, first of all. No, I was not playing a 55-year-old woman. I was coaching my tennis team. and um, Made up a 55-year-old woman. <laughs> yeah, right. And so I was, off, I was off the grid for a couple hours. And um, 
you know, I, I come back to like 58 texts and I see that Deshaun goes to the Browns and like, I still haven't read up very much on it. So like, I'm still kind of stupefied, dumbfounded. How did that happen? Uh, it's amazing how from top to bottom, the Saints sources from Underhill all the way down to people like me, the Atlanta people from, you know, the guys covering Atlanta from the athletic all the way down to a radio guy that has 700 followers on Twitter. They, you know, down in Nader, whatever the, this, you know, the saints guy and his boot crew media crew, all these, Aaron Wilson from Houston. Yeah. 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 And then big and big time guys, media guys, you know, all these rumors are out there. And at the end of the day, he signs with Cleveland. And by the way, none of those Browns people, athletic radio guys, 300 followers that that pretend to have inside sources of Browns. None of them were reporting that they were getting they were out. So, they literally were out, and they just yeah they they were out. You know, and so like to me, this is just a, a lesson in in the NFL. First of all, the NFL is undefeated. I don't care what anyone says. It's a great show. Um, it's it's captivating, and it's it's enthralling. And and you never know from one minute to the next how it's going to blow your mind. And it certainly did today. And you know, like. None of us saw this coming, and and I, I personally didn't, but I'll say this. This was the best-case scenario for the Saints. They didn't give up a litany of draft picks. We don't have to deal with the internal strife and divided fan base over acquiring this player. There's tons of cap space. You get to keep your picks. There's going to be plenty of opportunity to make this team a lot better, and he doesn't come in the division. So you don't have to – Atlanta will be terrible. Carolina will remain terrible. And Deshaun Watson can stay in the AFC. He's the Browns' problem, and he's going to have to deal with all those other teams that have great quarterbacks. So, you know, like, to me, if the Saints aren't going to get him – and trust me, if the Saints get him, there there's a whole host of issues that would have been attached to that. But in my opinion, it's like this is the best-case scenario because now we can kind of move on. He's not in the NFC South. We don't have to play him two times a year, and we can all kind of go about our merry way. Well, look, I'll I'll obviously agree with you in so much as that's it's great. He's on the Browns. He's in the AFC. We don't have to see him except obviously next year we have to see him, but then we won't have to see him for another four years. But um, my concern is, you know, word got out that the Browns were after Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield came out and said he was unhappy. Word got out that the Falcons were interested in Deshaun Watson, and there were reports that Matt Ryan was unhappy. So word got out that the Saints were interested in Deshaun Watson. And I know Jameis Winston isn't technically under contract, but he's our lame duck quarterback, if you will. And who's to say that we haven't just pissed him off? I mean, maybe, but like... Like it, it, like 
I don't I don't necessarily view any of these quarterbacks in free agency as long good long term answers. So yeah, like, I know you don't. That, that's great. That's all well and good that you don't. But and the consider Saints them. clearly. But what do you either. think, Jameis? What do you think, Jameis Winston thinks? Jameis Winston, you know, one if he doesn't view himself as the long term quarterback of the Saints, he certainly uh, wants to be and is working hard to be that. Um, and I think, I think that there's a certain level at this point, given the fact that he's been with the team for two years. Um, I think that, I think that Jameis would have the right to be a little upset. I think he don't, would have the right care. to be a little upset don't and that's fine. And that's fine that you don't care. My other thing too, is as far as the Sean Watson going to the Browns and nobody seeing it coming and look, I'll be the first to say, I, I, of course I didn't see it coming, but in retrospect, hindsight is 2020. It makes complete sense that he would want to go and get the biggest bag he can because he's got 22 civil lawsuits that he's going to have right. to pay off to make go away. Uh, and those aren't going to be cheap. And well, so, you know what they say, follow the money. I think if you follow well, the money, if you were smart enough to do that, uh, you know, three days ago, then maybe you knew that he was going to the Cleveland Browns. But uh, but that's all. That's what I have to well, say. So, 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 Ralph, how, how did this play out? Like and, and I'm not as read up, obviously, like I said, I was off the grid today. So you, you may know more just from hey, reading just, about it. But but, just, but how did it play out? Was it just that? It was round stepped up after they were out of the mix. Yeah, said, basically, we're yeah. back and we're going to pay you double. Best, kind of thing. Basically, that's what ha- like that's kind of what happened. What not a they basically kept on and kept on. And Scott Prather from ESPN Lafayette is joining us. Scott, I feel like this is probably the Cleveland owner being like, "I want this to happen," and telling his general manager, "What does Deshaun Watson want?" What does he want financially? And Deshaun Watson's agent said, I want this. And it was ridiculous. And Cleveland went, that's cool. And it got done. Like, that's it. That's what, that's all it was. It, like, it, like, it's nothing more complicated than that. Like Deshaun Watson, he wasn't stringing Atlanta along. It wasn't stringing the Saints along to help the Falcons. He wasn't stringing, helping, giving, giving the Falcons a weekend to get their shit in order. He wasn't doing any of that. He was squeezing all of these teams for more money, Scott. And I can't believe I didn't see it. I feel I feel dumb. But I'm I do that a lot. Scott, unmute yourself. Yeah. That's all it was. It was his agent, you know, utilizing leverage. I mean, the whole time. And 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 I think Cleveland, you know, I, I don't buy that they were completely out of the running forever. Maybe Carolina never was completely out. The 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 check marks that we're doing actual reporting and not just you know throwing guesses out there. If if you read into their tweets, a lot of them are using the same language, just in different lettering, and they're getting it from his agent. And now you still have some of them carrying the agent's water by saying, "Well, he went to Cleveland because that's where you know he wants to win, and they've got a great roster." That's bullshit. I mean, he he went there because they guaranteed him two hundred thirty million dollars, the most ever for a player in the history of the league. So I, I feel like, I, I don't know that it, it was as simple as like Cleveland's owner, just out of nowhere saying, okay, I want to get this done. I, I feel like his agent was probably on the phone with him for a while. And maybe, maybe Cleveland initially was like, yeah, it's too much. Maybe they changed their mind, but all this was, was, a, was a cash grab the whole time. And you're right. I mean, I think we, you know, I, I was guilty of it too. You, 
you start reading the check marks, you try to sort of piece it together. Okay. It's just these two teams and you go from there. But, and, and as far as what Dave was saying with Jameis Winston, I mean, saints treated him like a booty call and that's what they're treating him like right now. They, they, they don't want to commit. They're like that lame frat guy that wanted to go off with the hottest sorority girl that was kind of has a checkered past. And whenever she dissed him, they're just sending Jameis to you up text and, at some point, you know, that booty call ends up finding someone that truly wants her. But my question is, like, what are Jameis's actual options? You know, I think he might be upset, but it's not like the market was really hot for Jameis. And maybe Baker ends up going to Indy. You know, he wants to get traded. But, like, there were no reports that the Colts were making any, you know, hard runs at Jameis. So, at the end of the day, he probably just responds to that you up text because I, I don't – I don't know where else you go if you're the Saints. And I think it's probably the right move at this point. I don't, I'm not a real, I've never been a Baker Mayfield guy, but you know, I, I feel like the Saints are treating him like a booty call and they texted you up and he's probably going to respond. And he's, you know, his agent's probably going to say, well, I want this and I want that. And they say, oh, sure. Yeah. Just come over and we'll talk about it. We'll work it all out when you get here. Like that's what's going down. And at this point we kind of go back to where we started, which was one Sean Payton, said he was leaving, the Russell Wilson thing felt like it was kind of off the table and that all signs were pointing to Jameis. And then we got completely off of it, you know, a week ago when the Watson news came out and it, you know, it, it, it Ralph missed like, I don't know, 18 hours of sleep this week as a result of it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just glad it's over, man. I'm just glad it's done. Yeah, well, good point, Scott. And, and at the end of the day, you know, Jameis would have another job and he would have signed another contract if that opportunity was available to him, if he had been offered money that he couldn't refuse, he would not have waited for the same situation to play out. And as you put it, potentially respond to a you up text. So at the end of the day, if he comes back to the saints, it comes down to what is the best opportunity for him? Who is going to offer the most money? And the answer is that might be the saints. I'm going to tell you this. If Jameis would have got the Mitchell Trubisky offer from the Steelers, two years, $15 million, he'd be the Steelers quarterback right now. Not that, There's not a doubt in my mind. If the Steelers I mean, they, would have said, Jameis, you get two years, $15 million, he'd be the Steelers quarterback right now. I mean, like, he doesn't have a market. They've got to – yeah, he doesn't have a market. He certainly doesn't have uh, a big market. But I feel like now we're getting to the point in free agency, you know, you know, you've got tiers of players, and I feel like we're now going to be getting toward Jameis's tier. Um, and so, I don't know. I'm a little concerned now. I feel like the clock is ticking now. Like, you know, we've we got to get. Gotta do so. You got to do gotta something. Get, well, but the Saints yeah, have made the Saints Jimmy have G. made it clear they don't care. They like if Jameis isn't going to take their low ball offer, they don't. They'll just go to Jimmy Garoppolo or Baker Mayfield. Or they, they were interested in Trubisky. Remember, they were linked to him. Like, they don't care. Mariota. I know, but, 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 they but made my, it but, clear. Jameis is not their guy unless he comes at an affordable offer. I get period. that. And that, and I get that. And that's fine. But what I'm saying is, like, we're now going to be getting to the point in free agency where those guys, Jimmy G, uh, who was the other oh, guy? Oh yeah, it's all going to be. It's all going to like be those. Be Jimmy like G, those guys. Mariota, those guys are next. Yeah, yeah. Those guys are the next dominoes that are going to start to fall in signing contracts, and so the Saints need to figure out who their guy is going to be and do it. Uh, I, I would hate to just see, you know, 
three weeks from now and everybody's gone and it's like, well, shit, I guess we're rolling with Taysom at quarterback. You know? Well, the, the, I still think the Saints are definitely going to get a veteran, but I, I will say this. They were about to give up three firsts, Ruiz, and other draft picks. CD. That, that was on the table. They were going to get rid of CD. For, for Watson. So I think it's fair to say that those picks, not all of them, but some combination of those picks is going to be available to go get a quarterback in the draft if there's a guy they like. So Scott, that's, a, Kenny, that's a great point. Whether, that's a great whether point. It's, whether, whether it's Willis, Malik Willis, whether it's uh, Desmond Ritter, whether it's uh, you know Kenny Pickett, and whether they wait till 18 because maybe one of those guys falls to them and that's who they like. Maybe they don't trade something. But my point is, whoever their favorite quarterback is in this draft, I think them losing out on Watson, they were already ready to trade these picks. It, 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 we can only surmise from here that they'd be willing to give it up yet again to go get one of those guys that they believe in them. Scott, before you get out of here, what's your who do you want this? Who do you want to be the Saints quarterback in twenty twenty two? And who's your nightmare scenario for quarterback? The nightmare scenario is that is that Taysom Hill is starting week one. And that's not even, I mean, look, we, we love Taysom for what he is, but you don't, you don't want him being the, the guy for the whole season or if, if, if all things, mm-hmm. you know, what do I want? I mean, I, 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 to what Andrew was saying, I mean, you know, I, I don't want them to give up a ton of draft assets, you know, for Jimmy G who's in the last year. For temp, you don't give up draft picks for a temp yeah, asset. Right, exactly. And, and so if you do that, if you go that route, you're going to end up giving up picks and then signing a guy long term because you don't just give up a lot for somebody that's that's only going to play on a one year deal. You don't. That would just be stupid. So, from that standpoint, I'm looking at it as give up draft picks and commit to Jimmy G for a while. Like I don't I don't want that. You know, I've I've never been a, a Mayfield guy, um, and so again, Jameis isn't like. I don't know that he's a long-term answer, you know, but and certainly the Saints don't don't fully believe that right now. But it feels like that's the stopgap. But think about like, you know, I mean, as much as you guys cover this team on a daily basis, remember how boring the 2012 draft was? Like, remember how boring the, the with Eric McCoy's? I mean, you know, there was talks he might be traded. I'm glad he wasn't. But like, it was a great pick. Remember how boring that draft was? Like, not having a first rounder, the build up to the draft. I don't. It yeah. just feels 2019. Yeah. And imagine doing that for like three years. You know? I know. And, and in the grand scheme of things, <laughs> obviously you trade that if it's, you know, if there's winning, I'm not, I'm not saying you, you don't consider it, but just from a coverage standpoint, man, like the, yeah. the draft's going to be a lot more fun covering uh, than if they give up all these picks. So like at this point, you know, I won't be surprised if the saints roll out the same quarterbacks they did last season. And, um, you know, just kind of wait and, and see what the market looks like a year from now. Because, yeah. uh, you know, what are your better options? Is Jimmy G on an extension and giving up draft assets a better option than maybe Jameis is a stopgap? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think yeah. so. I don't think that well, he is. Well, thank, thanks for joining us, Scott. And everybody, yeah. check out his check out his show, uh, fourteen twenty Lafayette. Thanks, Scott. Tons of people take a multivitamin. Me included. I'm trying to get back on track after football season, eating better, exercising, all of that. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, 
minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adopting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks for listening to Saints Happy Hour. We are a family here. You know what families do? They support each other. And if you aren't a patron, we need your support. All the great content you consume for free takes time and money. If you love the show and listen regularly, please become a patron. We need you. Supporting Saints Happy Hour can cost you as little as 23 cents a day. That's what the Saints should have paid Kenny Stills. So please, go to Patreon slash Saints Happy Hour and support the show today. You know, Andrew and and Dave, we got. I want to get to uh, to uh, who this pod, who this pod. You've been waiting a while. Uh, what's your thoughts on Deshaun Watson and uh, where the Saints go from here? Hey guys, it's uh, it's Saints Rabbit. Uh, uh, I I mean, Scott just said so much that is is I think a lot. It, it's echoing a lot of what we're feeling. And, uh, and, you know, I mean, like, I, I, I think we're all looking at the situation as uh, maybe we all have a little bit of uh, red on our hands um, as far as wanting Deshaun Watson and uh, feeling a little guilty about it now that it's not happening. But, uh, you know, now we got to turn to, uh, to Jameis, you know, and, and hope that that's what we're getting and we have some continuity and everything. Yeah, your your sound's not so great, uh, Saints Rabbit. Thanks for joining us. Is there anybody? Uh, and I'm, we're going to go to we're going to get to Patrick, and we're going to get to Vash. Andrew, is there anybody? Because the Saints have thirty million dollars of cap space, which is weird for the Saints. But is there any free agent out there that you're like, hey, go get that guy? And it won't take voidable years inside of voidable years. <coughs> inside of an Easter egg where they can, the Saints could just go and get him and be like, hey, here's one year, $7 million. Is there any free agents out there that you really like that the, you know, the beginning of this week, you're like, eh, it's not really possible because the Saints would have to do a lot of shenanigans and I don't want that. But is there any free agents out there now that you're like, hey, get that guy. That's a, he's a, that's a good get. And well, not- I, for me, for me personally, I think, you know, tight end is, is a mess for the Saints. And I've said that, um, you know, look, it, number one, I mean, if you can get Austin Hooper, that that's a guy I would look at very seriously. Um, so you know that that's one didn't he guy that didn't I'll he already get signed? Did he? I don't know. I thought he yeah. got signed. I thought he was signed well, already. He, he just got released. He just got oh. released from the Browns. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. 
So, uh, you know, obviously getting Teron Armstead back would help. Um, the Saints have been linked to Odell Beckham. He's you are correct, Dave. Yeah. Austin Hooper signed with the Tennessee Titans. One year, six million. Already. Oh, I thought uh, so. Quick. Yeah. I how, thought much, so. how much? Six one year, six million. Oh, man. Because I remember in, seeing that and being in, disappointed because uh, I'm like, oh, that, that would, he would be a nice addition. That's in, infinitely <laughs> affordable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Odell Beckham, you know, they're loosely linked to him. Uh, I'd love to see that, even though he's recovering from an ACL. Him and Jameis uh, can no. rehab together. I want Jarvis Landry, and I they say that be, as a two-lane fan. A, they could be ACL bros. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, otherwise... Uh, O.J. Howard, the I, tight I, ends are looking bleak. I think uh, receiver mm. is a major need, and, and so... You know, whether it's Mark Marquez Valdez Scantling, you oh. can look at him. No, I mean, but not Jarvis? You don't want Jarvis? A name I can't pronounce. No, I, of course Jarvis I want the LSU Scanlon, guys. I just, no. I, I'm assuming that they're not gonna get those guys. The LSU no. guys. But yeah. but it would be it would be beautiful. Vash, what's what's your what's your feelings that the Deshaun Watson saga is over and the Saints are moving to the next phase of free agency? Well, I'm pretty happy that this that is over with. I got tired of checking my phone every five minutes. <laughs> That's right. To see what's going Amen. on. <laughs> but I mean, I wouldn't have mind getting Deshaun. I know with all the allegations and all that, I still would have took that chance on him because of the talent he has. Mm. But you know, but the, the trade off is you keep keep your picks and you get a you know you get to do what you're going to do anyway. But I also think that the I think the Steelers and the Colts did offer. Uh, Jameis a contract, but I think he was waiting on the Saints. Yeah. I think the Saints is probably his best opportunity to shine because he already knows the locker room. He knows he, he got continuity with the guys. And I think that he goes anywhere else, he's definitely going to be a one-year contract. They might say two, three years, but they was going to cut him in one. I think this is I think today, uh, not today, this year will be his prove it deal. Also, with the uh money that we freed up, I think we go I I I don't know if y'all saw the report that Underhill had put, but Malcolm Jenkins had took like less salary or something like that. So usually when that happens, somebody want to retire. So 100% Malcolm Jenkins is not playing for a million dollars. Exactly. No way. So when I seen that, I was like, I thought it had something to do with the Watson. I'm like, no, I think he's going to do it anyway. So that may, may leave the door open for uh the honey badger which that's what i'm hoping they pick up the honey badger Fash, so. i was i was <laughs> thinking that i was thinking that today and andrew crushed my dreams this morning he ex- andrew explained to me what you explained to explain to vash what you explained to me and the people well, you uh, crushed my honey badger dreams yeah i i just think they've already spent a lot of money on marcus may and remember they, they kept bradley roby and so True. Or, true. So, you know, I, I think you keep Bradley Roby, a, a guy who's a pretty good player, and he didn't play much this year. And if you're going to keep Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who's now, you know, he hasn't been traded to, for Watson. So I was thinking, look, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson may get moved around a little bit. Maybe Roby plays a little bit more nickel. Maybe Gardner-Johnson gets used a little bit more in the Malcolm Jenkins role. So if Malcolm Jenkins retires – I think they're going to want to try to find a way to get Roby on the field a little bit more based on the fact that he's staying and he's a pretty good player. So that, that was my thinking on it. And it's just like, I get that you would want Honey Badger in a vacuum, that he would be an upgrade and he would help. But like, I don't see them spending more money at safety when they have all these needs and their offense sucks. 
That's true. It, it just, I guess, me being a homer, you know, I, I hope they find a way to do it. But cause just because Allen oh, give me a all the LSU guy. players. All yeah. of, I'll take all of them. It's no. weird that Dave wants LSU players. It's freaking me out. I mean, I just want good players. Well, okay, <laughs> look, I'm looking at the list now. What about Julio Jones? Now, now for, as, for as if we don't get Winston back, I 100% think that we're going for Malik Willis. Uh, or one of those three. But if you do that, you ain't going to have nobody to throw it to. So it's kind of, it's like... Yeah, I don't. You know, it's kind of like what you're going to do. You're going to get Winston. I, I definitely don't want Baker, and I don't want Jimmy. I, I don't want those two because you're going to have to trade for him. And why would you do that when you got Winston and you got draft capital to get Malik Willis? So, it's like, I think Vash. I think Willis is going to be there at 18 because I, the thing is to me, I know Carolina needs a quarterback, but Willis is a guy that he needs to sit. Like if the Saints pick him. He's probably not playing mm-hmm. in 2022. He needs to sit a year. And that ain't going to help Matt Rule keep his job. So I just think Willis is a guy that can, you, if you're there, if you sit at 18, he's going to be there. And I'm not against taking him. I'm just saying I just don't, I just don't think he's a fit for Carolina. I think Carolina is either – they're either going Baker, Jimmy G, or like Pickett from Pittsburgh because Matt Rule – his job is basically he's hanging by a thread. Yeah. Well, I think Seattle might. It's either either Seattle, us, or somebody. I think Seattle might go after. Uh, well, remember this. It. Remember this. Seattle was going to trade Russell Wilson to Cleveland, and they were going to pick Baker Mayfield with the first overall pick. I don't remember quite why it fell through, if it was Seattle that vetoed it or Cleveland or whoever. But the Seattle was going to do it. So Seattle was hot to trot, so to speak, for yeah. Baker Mayfield back in the day. I would think teams, when they get that infatuated with a player and they, that player comes available, they always get them because they just they can't give up the infatuation, right? So yeah. I, I think it's going to be interesting. But uh, Dave, th- thanks, Vash, for, for joining us. Dave right. and Andrew, I think – by Monday, the Saints will have their quarterback. Like, I'll be stunned if on Monday night when we do the live stream, by, by the way, everybody, go to, if you're, if you use Twitch, sign up, follow us on Twitch, subscribe on Twitch, uh, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. Uh, I think Monday night when we do the live stream, Thomas is going to have to do graphics of the Saints' new quarterback. Like, that's going to be taken care of. Whether well, it's Pat, Pat, Patrick, Patrick has been waiting patiently to speak. So, Patrick, you're, you have the floor. Who's the Saints' next quarterback? Oh, man, that's a tough question. Uh, But I will go back to Ralph's original point. You know how, and this is uh, goes back to Jim Rome as well, you know how you know when it's not about the money was when they say it's about the roster. (laughs) That's right. right. When when they say it's not about the money, it's It's totally about the money. It's about the money. It's always about the money, man. I can't believe, I can't believe. And the thing is, me... And I, we'll go behind the scenes for the people. Me and Andrew had a phone call. Andrew literally read me off a list when it was looking like it was Atlanta. And he's like, Ralph, the Saints always lose out. And he went through a list of like the last 15 years. It was the return of Jimmy Graham, uh, Josh Norman, Indomitian Sue, uh, Kevin Mawai, if you're old, if you're an old head and you follow Ditka, who else? Jadavion Clowney. Jadavion Clowney. 
Although, and you know what we all said? It was all, all of them. Every single one of them was about the money. For yeah. Whatever and I, 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 I got to say. we just went over our heads. We were so bad. We, I was so I, mad. I was so relieved. <laughs> like, I was, I was just, like, staring at it for, like, I have never been hooked on Twitter like this in, you know, maybe six months. <laughs> but <laughs> it was brutal. And then. Yeah. And I was, like. Driving home, I just picked my kid up from daycare and I was, I saw it, you know, I was still hooked on Twitter and I was just like, ah, okay, I can deal with this. Cause like I can deal with, I guess the Saints trading away picks. I can deal with, you know, um, him stinking for us. But if he was going to be good for Atlanta, yeah, for yeah, yeah. I was like, years. I was like the falcoholic. I stood at the Patrick. I stood. I stared at that check mark for like forty five <laughs> seconds. I was like, "Is this real?" And I was like double checking it, making sure I wasn't. I wasn't getting got uh, because I trusted the media. That was my fault. The media was awful. Yes. Yeah. So. Anyway, yeah, they, re they really bombed this. Uh, thank you. Bombed it. For, th thank thank you for um, supporting the show and thanks for um, speaking up tonight. Um, who broke this news, by the way? Uh, it was Ian Rappaport, I think, that broke it. And I want to say, John Clayton, the iconic John Clayton. RIP, best, yeah. Rest in peace. ESPN guy, best ESPN, this is SportsCenter ever. Uh, people are telling nice John Clayton stories about how he helped them, and he's such a nice guy. I got a John Clayton story for you. He wasn't nice to me. My second day at oh, WWE. My second day at WWL, Buddy D says, get me some interviews, Ralph. Use the NFL black book. And he throws it to me. This, and if you're in the media, they have this NFL book. And it's a black book. And it's just by team and by national media. And it's just emails and phone numbers. And you just call them. And you're like, hey, we want to do an interview with Buddy D. We're WWL. We're flagship of the Saints, blah, blah, blah. So I called John Clayton. What I didn't realize was one of the phone numbers in there if you call John Clayton, it's like his personal phone. He motherfuckered me for like a good 45 seconds where I couldn't say a freaking word. It was, <laughs> don't ever call me on this motherfucking phone. Who the fuck do you think you are? You should know better. You do not call me on this fucking phone for work ever. I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't care. Go fucking buy. And he hung up on me. Wow, that's that's my John Clayton story. You, you kind of just trampled on his grave there. No, I didn't. I was my second. It was my second day. I didn't know that he had a phone enlisted in the NFL black book that he didn't. Oh, want quit trying to, to make excuses. You were disrespectful. Not ever. You deserved I mean, it. <laughs> I, I was gonna. That's what I was gonna end with. I deserved it. Like I, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Ryan Ryan Prindle, you you uh, are muted. So unmute yourself. And tell us how you feel about the Saints' current quarterback situation. Honestly, it's honestly it's pain for me because I thought we were getting Watson today. And well, really, you 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 didn't think he was going to Atlanta? No, because nobody wants to play for Atlanta. <laughs> well, unless you're from Atlanta. There we yeah. go. Yeah, I mean, Ryan, I feel I I mean, listen, yesterday there was an and I said this uh on a, a recap podcast that me and Andrew did yesterday.
there was an hour yesterday in the morning, the early morning, probably before noon, where the Saints cleared the $30 million of cap space. And suddenly it was like, oh, my God, this is happening. This is happening. It, the next shoe is going to drop and it's going to be Deshaun Watson as the Saints quarterback. However you feel about it, it felt there was beginning to feel like an, an inevitability to it. But as the day went on, the sort of the air went out of that balloon. But I'm like you, Ryan, for like a good 90 minutes yesterday, I was like, it's happening. I better come to grips with it, good or bad, because I think Deshaun Watson's going to be the quarterback. So if people that were all in on Deshaun Watson and had no qualms and didn't care about the off the field stuff, it's probably pretty crushing for them because there was a window. You, Dave, Dave and Andrew, would you agree with that? There was a window yesterday where it felt like it was going to happen. I don't. Be, I don't know about yesterday, but there was definitely a point where I thought not not necessarily in the bag, but very very likely. I thought it was happening. Yesterday you did. Yes. Today you did. Mm, yeah, yeah. Up, up until up until they said the Browns were up until they announced the news that the Browns were the ones who were trading for him. Uh, you were like, it's gonna happen. I, I mean, you once it good. was once it was between the Saints and the Falcons, I thought that was a very real possibility. Yes. All right. Well, we're about to go to Aaron Ryan. You got anything else for us? And also, if we're gonna focus on the draft, we need to get more wide receivers. One hundred percent. They they need more receivers in free agent. Like the draft isn't enough, Ryan, because I know rookies can come in, but I feel like they better they need to add some bodies now. I'm about to keep free agents. We also lost out on OBJ too. Mm-hmm. What about Julio Jones? I'm looking at the would we would we want nah. Julio Jones too old? He's he's cooked. He's he's cooked. What about um uh what about um Julio Jones Will Fuller? Thing. Will Fuller is probably guys. going. Will to Fuller come. and Julio Jones, I feel like you're overpaying for guys with big names that end up playing half the season. I mean, yeah, I, I just feel like with both of those guys, that that's that's where they're at in their career. Uh, Ryan, thanks for weighing in. Appreciate you speaking up. Um, Aaron, uh, you've been awesome about contributing and hanging out every time we do these. Glad to see you on here again. Unmute yourself. Tell me what you're thinking. Well. I'm just laughing in the face of Falcons fans who got uh, who, who got pulled who had a pulled over burst card pull on them, so to speak. It is a this is going to be a day I'm going I'm going to remember for a long time. Aaron, they cooked that dude from Athens that broke the news. It was like it's happening. It's done. Oh yeah, me included because I have been they with that cooked man him for two days. For two days, I've been arguing with that dude Jake, <laughs> and I am I was so was sick so- of him. I told him straight up if he got this wrong i'm coming for that soul no uh pause and he was wrong so guess what i'm the reaper and it's time to collect was it wasn't there saints people that were kind of doing the same thing though like yes yes exactly and i'm collecting their souls too everybody that was wrong about this i'm collecting souls pause that's right i love it i feel like like it's one thing to say as a reporter and we saw a ton of this like it's leaning this way like this this team is in the pole position like that's okay but like you had these people coming out of the a bunch of nobodies coming out of the woodworks and i i include myself in that like i am a nobody yeah 
So no judgment, you know, on their lack of followers, but they were straight up saying per source, it's being announced by 8 PM tonight or whatever. And I feel like that was all saints and Falcons people. And it's hilarious that he goes to the Browns. Hilarious. See, here's my thing. This is the last thing I'm going to say before I get up out of here. Cause I'll say what I need to say on my own podcast. (laughs) I'm a small time podcaster myself. And honest, like guys like me, we may not be, like I said, we may not be big time, but we try our best to give honest to uh, honest reports or, or rumors, however it is. We try to give it straight to our respective viewers. CB, Carly, everybody in the WD Chat Life podcast, I see CB watching. They give, they give it straight up, and they give their honest opinions and everything. They try their best to be forward with their respective viewers, and I respect that. You can't, the thing is, you can't be wrong. You can't be like for huge news like this or like clown, you can't be wrong. Like you can't be because they'll you can't. and and like I could never be a news breaking person. That must be a stressful goddamn job. Like for Schefter and all those people. Like oh my god, you know. I appreciate everybody that's following me right now. So and I'm I'm kind of laughing at uh, Panthers fans because as long as Matt Rule, <laughs> as long as Matt Rule is their head coach. They're not going to have a successful quarterback because, like Andrew said last time I was here, look at look no further than their last three quarterbacks that they've had. Teddy Bridgewater with a three-year deal gone after the first season. Uh, Sam Darnold committed to at, at, in a fifth-year option. He was benched after a, after a half a season as a starter. And Cam Newton got done uh, probably the dirtiest with a return, and he was benched after what four games, maybe five. He, it, like it was, it's absolutely awful. I don't. I don't pity Panthers fans. I don't pity them at all. They they got what they paid for, and that's all I have to say. I appreciate y'all. I'm a young boy. Take my mic. Thank you, Aaron. That's good timing because uh, apparently uh, Kevin would like to speak now. Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. We're going to let Kevin speak in a a second. Uh, By the way, Aaron is a founder of the Black and Gold Breakdown podcast, so go check them out. They do great work. Aaron is as good on that show as he is speaking with us. Um, so thanks as always for chiming in and spending some time with us. Kevin, I have, uh, uh, can't wait to hear this. Un- unmute yourself. What, um, are, are, are you here to gloat? Are you here to brag? Um, are you hold on what, what before, before Kevin starts, uh, I'm, I'm going to hang up and I'm going to listen to what he has to say. <laughs> I'm out of here. I can't wait for this. And after Kevin's done, I'm going to go watch succession later. All right. see, see you, Dave. All right, Kevin. Yeah, you, are you home from a date? No, 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 no. I, oh wait, I, I didn't know there was a love update. Never mind. I'm no, 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 no. I, I, I had a. <laughs> no, 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 no. I had a, I had a rendezvous last night. Went pretty well. Oh, is that what the kids are pretty calling well. it now? Rendezvous? No, that's what I'm calling it. Oh, okay. 
by the way, your sound quality is impeccable. I mean, I'm on my phone, so. I don't know how that's possible. All right, let's go. Here, let's hear it. You uh, were right. We were wrong. Yep. Go, go ahead and take the victory lap. <laughs> I mean, you I know mean, what? Wait, but actually, I am glad, though. I'm glad because that means you have to continue to be on the show regularly and watch all the games. So I'm, I'm well, happy that we get. I'm happy we get to keep you, Kevin. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm pr- I, like, yeah. I, I'm. I'm just. I'm not. Until like, the next the quarter. All this is. I'm not. I'm not is, super. Well, well, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Unless they sign a serial arsonist, um, <laughs> like I'm not like super enthused. Like the, all this, like all this shit, the last couple of weeks, just with the t- with the team going about this the way they did, with so many people, just so many people showing their ass the last couple of weeks. It just it. Ralph's alluded mm-hmm. to it. It really takes the fun out of really takes the fun out of being a fan and enjoying, enjoying this shit. And it was, it was embarrassing, honestly. Yeah. And, all, all around. and I, I, yeah, like it, I'll, I'll, I'll eventually get over it because again, it's, it's, it's whatever. But uh, I mean, you know, I, I came back to watch again after Peterson was gone. I'll, I'll eventually get, back on board well because it'll fade right kevin he's not going to be in our face right you know so 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 it'll just sort of fade away right but anytime somebody but here's the thing though anytime somebody brings it up and and it should be brought up uh i hope i i i i hope people bring it up uh with with the league I hope whenever the Browns play, it beca- it's a it's a talking point. Um, honestly, if I was a you know R- Ralph, you were saying I, I, I about talking about not wanting to be a reporter. Honestly, if I was if I was an actual sports reporter, I would <laughs> I would get on the phone with Dennis Allen. I would reach out to Mickey Loomis. I would reach out to Gail Benson or anybody at the in the organization and say and ask something to the effect of. Do you think you owe the fan base an apology for courting this guy and causing this much strife among your own fan base? I think I think you already know the answer to that. Oh no, no, yeah, I, I mean, well, I'm just hey, gonna say hey, we did our research. Because, we feel like he's because, a good guy. He's gonna be okay. Sure, but just because you you quote unquote know the answer, you got it. Doesn't you want mean the, that the question yeah. isn't worth asking anyway. Like, yeah. you still have to get them to say it. Yeah, like, you want they deserve to be made uncomfortable. Like right, they, exactly. they deserve it. They exactly. deserve it. And here's exactly because it, because it's like okay, there are people who are like, yes, I feel very gross about this. I'm trying to like work my way through it. And 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 the, and those people like that group of the fan base, it's it's whatever. Like I've said this before, everybody has to make their own decisions and and weigh what they, you know, where their line is. And that's fine. There, there is a different group of fans that seem to just be antagonistic toward people that had a problem with this whole thing. I know they're in my mentions. Have you seen them? No, but, (laughs) but the funny, and, and it's like, and, and it's like, so, 
So is the problem so so the problem isn't that the team is going to pursue this guy that had uh, was pursuing this guy that had 22 allegations against him. It's, it's the fact, you, it's Kevin, the fact you that don't people win. are bringing it's the fact that people are bringing it up and making you think about it or reminding you that this is that this is a huge that this is a problem. Like that's the real issue. Uh, and, 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 yeah. And again, like. I'm going to I'll eventually get over it because. Well, I'll get over it because, look, the shit's not about me, but. I'm not going to totally forget that the Saints courted this motherfucker. Well, for 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 two weeks and put the heart and put the hardcore press on. Uh, Meanwhile, I can secretly. I'm I'm over this, man. Like we suffered enough, you know, like like. Well, I'm not going to I'm not again. I'm not going to sit around like flogging myself over it, but I. It's like, you know, this like like this whole thing about it. Yeah, I would like to point and laugh at the Falcons for basically no, no, no. No, no. for basically 28 to threeing in free agency. Well, no, but but yeah, John, the guy they were going after. Is somebody we were going after who is an absolute scumbag? It's like but, I, I like I want I want to laugh at the Falcons, but and I the, fucking can't. Oh, here's the thing, Kevin. We can we can laugh at the Falcons. You know why? Their fan base is taking it. I think much more to heart and more seriously, and they're not going to get over it as yeah. soon as as Saints fans are for a couple of reasons. One of the reasons is they've been so bad for so long. <laughs> Yeah, their fan base is like, I do not trust that you know what you're doing, and you want to bring in this deviant as a yeah. Falcon. Allegedly. I think, I think allegedly, I think it's going to damage the Falcons much more long term. And guess what? They have like eight fans that show up to their freaking games anyway. Any damage they do to their fan base is really, really bad for them. So I think we can. Wait, you're, you're saying they have eight fans? Um, well, four, maybe. Allegedly. I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen their. I haven't seen their season tickets. All right, Kevin. I, you know, I hear you, man. But gosh, let's move on from Deshaun. He's not on the Saints. Who? No, no, no. I, I know. I know. Now he's their problem. I'm ready to move on. And you, uh, you're muted, so unmute yourself. And uh, happy to hear what you have to share. So I'm gonna hop off of Kevin. I know you're over it, Andrew, but. Like at the end of I'm, the day, I'm overhearing from Kevin. I'm <laughs> not you, Ann. We're just at the end of the day. I cheer for the players on the field. So, am I thrilled that like Gail and Dennis brought out the full court press? No, but I'm super excited that when I watch the games in September, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna have to worry about it. So that's how I feel. Like, do I love the whole idea? That we pursued Watson, not at all. I don't. I everything about it makes me sick. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to be on the field, and I'm going to have so no issue. Ask, so let me ask you this: Yeah, Jameis Winston is your starting quarterback week one. You're going to cheer for him just like you did last year. What's the difference? The difference. So I didn't actually know about the accusations about Winston until like this whole thing with Watson broke out. So that's on me. Interesting. Okay. So I don't know, but I can cheer for Thomas and Kamara and everybody else and not feel like I'm cheering for Deshaun. And I think, 
that's helping a little bit. Well, that's, the thing inter- is- that's interesting, you know, Ralph, because yeah. like I, I do feel like Jameis was maybe a little bit. I mean, everyone knew about the crab legs, right? That that was like super out there, and everyone knew about it. But like the other stuff, the Uber and that, it just it wasn't as high profile as Deshaun. And the stuff that happened in Florida State, like it just, I feel like a lot of people don't know about it. And those that know about it, it kind of know about it like from a distance, right? They know that there was something sketchy, mm-hmm. but like Deshaun's stuff is maybe it's because it's like modern and the Twitter age. And I don't even know that Twitter existed when when uh, Winston was screwing up in college. And if it did, no mm-hmm. one cared, right? So, you know, who you are and when it happens and what technology looks like when you do it and all that like that all matters but uh it is interesting how like look i I think at the end of the day while there are more instances with watson by volume a lot of people are pointing this out that like there's a hypocrisy in the sense that and i'm not calling you out for this and because obviously like you said you didn't know but like there's there's a hypocrisy where winston was kind of given a pass and watson is not um, and I get that, but, you know, I, I kind of go back to what I said originally, which is, you know, with Winston, I, I, I knew about that stuff and I was very uncomfortable with the Saints adding him. And I, I was vocal about that. I was like, I don't know about bringing this guy in your building. He's icky. I, I was saying a lot of the same things that Ralph was saying about Watson. Um, but I've also been vocal in saying that he's proven me wrong. Like he's won me over, like over the last two years, I've gotten a chance to cover the player, watch a lot of his interviews, see what he's done in the community, watch how he behaves. And like, I've been willing to sweep it under the rug and kind of because of how he's behaved in a Saints uniform. I'd also argue there's a big difference when you pursue the player, like using Jameis to fill in you know, like your backup behind Drew and kind of elevating him on one-year deals is a big difference between leveraging your future for the guy. That's right. And it's giving him $230 million guaranteed. Guaranteed is what really sets me yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. and by the way, and they, the made, his, they made his salary a million dollars so when he gets suspended, he won't lose any money. Yeah. Just as like a turd cherry on the top. There's a wow. big difference there. Good point. Yeah. Well, and thanks for weighing in. Uh, really appreciate your insights. And uh, I, I think that's all spot on. The um, one thing too is with Winston is he has now granted, he never said, he never came out and said, look, I'm sorry. And like admitted to did it, but he has, you're, ne- and, you're never getting that. You're never going to get, but he has said, listen, I don't drink anymore. Cause when I drink, I kind of make bad decisions and whatnot. So like I, I see at least Jameis, He's shown growth. And the thing is, what we really care about is when a player comes to the Saints, do they act right when they're with the Saints? And Jameis has done that. So short of saying, I don't think he should play in the NFL because of these allegations, like short of that, like what do you want? Yeah. Out of what do you want out of him? I'm with you. Uh, Mitch, Mitch Price, I'm gonna Go add you as I'm gonna add you as a speaker, but uh, hang tight because Kevin has something to say. Well, yeah. So, so it, when Juge, when you were talking about Winston at Florida State, I, I wanted to double check it. He was he was doing or he was at Florida State uh, as recently as 2014. Uh, Twitter Twitter was around in 2014. Like I I and I'm pretty sure. And look, somebody can correct me. I, I don't mind being wrong, but I 
do recall somebody trying to bring up the the one of the allegations. I don't think it was the Uber one, but the the one of the allegations from on campus uh, with him. And he, you know, blew it off where the school, you know, ran cover for him or something. And and that from there, it sort of became an issue of, well, nobody should bring it up to him. Uh, you know, just n- nobody's allowed to talk to him and all that kind of stuff. And and then slowly from there, it's it started to just sort of get swept under the rug. Uh, I, I only bring that up to go back to a point that I made. I think it was on the big show uh, last Sunday where I just said, if the sports media at large is, will, you know, wants to let something go, they'll let it go. Like, oh. like, like if they don't, if they just, it, you know, they may prod once or twice, but they, it, they will, they, they are quick to let something go when, when, when it's not really in their interest to pursue it or when it, or when it's going to look too, too rough or, or when it's going to be too difficult for them. And that goes all the way to, to the big boys with the, the billion dollar, uh, broadcasting deals and all that kind of stuff. Like well, it just, I was going to say, I was going to say, Kevin, that was going to be my next point is the NFL is going to, they're going to send out the bat signal. They want this to go to go away. I think the the, the, the NFL media is quickly going to pivot to how does this affect Cleveland on the field? It'll bubble back up one time when on a Friday in June, they announced that he's suspended for eight games. They'll care about it for 10 more minutes and then it's going to be all Deshaun Watson on the field unless he fucks up again. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. Like, that's, that's how it's yeah. going to be. That's how it was with Ben. That's how, that's how the NFL works. They, this is, and that's how the media works in the yeah. NFL. Like, and you and you complain yeah. about it. You could say it's whatever. Problem, it's like, the Browns problem. That's right. Right. Browns problem. Right. 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 So, freaking right, about football. So freaking about football. What you got? I mean, uh, hey y'all! Uh, just to piggyback off on the James thing, there, the also the other part was that um, James also had like a, like his last like couple years with the Bucks, he was well talked about by that franchise, like not as like on the field, but like in terms of the locker room and like hundred percent. Yeah, so like I think that, and then on top of the pa- fact that the, that other people brought up about him working his way up and everything, and then also like. Through the interviews and every experience, like, you know, you saw, like, he was acting more like, you know, a mature, like, man who, like, you know, had a kid. Like, that's what he was acting like, like an adult. Um, The way Deshaun was, like, we never heard him speak, but the way he was acting, like, oh, I'm just going to hold off on my decision for another two days. Uh, Screw everybody else who's in free agency. Um, I know you're all waiting on me, but screw y'all. Like, that just sounds like someone who's just, like, an ass. (laughs) And... The uh, and then the, the two things I t- uh, took away. First of all, I was relieved when uh, when he signed with the Browns because he wasn't going to the Falcons. But the two things I took away was first of all, good luck to Browns fans because it's not the field where they're going to worry. It's going to be any time the Browns aren't playing, like on during a bye week or during the off season, you're going to be like, man, what's Deshaun Watson up to? It's <laughs> like you don't <laughs> the know. Ticker, the, the ticker will scare them the rest of their lives as long as Deshaun is on their team. Well, I, I think any game where he takes more than three sacks and you're just like, well, he's going to need his body rubbed down, you know, to 
cut down on the inflammation and you're like, well, okay, who, who's volunteering to do that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, know? by the way, he got team he got trainers 50 times. He got sacked 50 yeah. times his last season in Houston. He's one of those, sure he's those one of those quarterbacks that gets sacked saying, a lot. Uh, yeah. Freaking about football. You, you always, uh, in and always appreciate your comments. So thanks. Thanks for speaking. Here's up. my question. Here's a football question, Andrew. I know Teron Armstead, they said he was waiting to see what uh, Deshaun Watson would do. But now that the Saints have $30 million of cap space, do you think they maybe not break the bank for Teron, but maybe they go just a little bit extra to keep him with the Saints? Well, yeah, I don't know where they stand there. I mean, I think he was waiting for Watson to make a decision. And so now that he hasn't picked the saints, I tend to think he's a goner, but I want to keep him. So I don't know. I mean, the the saints certainly get a lot worse on the offensive line without him. So get Lyle Collins. If Armstead leaves Ram check the left tackle, Lyle Collins. at All right, let's go to angry Ocho. You are muted. Unmute yourself. Tell us what you're thinking. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. And, and you got there to some extent in terms of how to handle situations like this. I think the challenge with the NFL is that they force you to suspend belief that anybody actually cares about these players at any level at all outside of their contributions to the field. And so when it comes to an individual in, in an instance, like it's already corrupt, it's already wrong. Like the reality is, is that I really believe that for the NFL, like these are just meat bags that produce on the field and that everything else is a sham to try to keep errors and to make it look good for advertisers. But I mean, the reality is if they could, if they could get away with it, they just have a cart come out with a hook and they'd attach it to the face mask and they drag <laughs> into players off the field and bring up the next one, bring on the gladiators, you know? I, think, so, that's, I think that's true at every single position except quarterback. They will. Well, that, that may be true just because there's not an island of that's, quarterbacks that's where right. we can get cloned ACLs and stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 uh, and so, and, and, and that's like the really cynical take there, but, um, it just forces you to, um, position yourself into, you, you have to compromise yourself to continue to enjoy the NFL. And like, I think that Kevin said, is it, it just chisels away a little bit. Right. And it's like, I'll come back around, but it's going to be a little duller than it was before. And it's going to be a little dimmer yeah. than it was in 09. And, uh, you know, I don't, I know hopefully that, hopefully that reverses course, but I'm not into fantasy football as much as I was. I, I used to listen to every saints podcast and now I listen to you guys in Underhill and it's just kind of diminished. And so, uh, yeah. I'm kind of like Kevin, I'll, I'll feel better about it. But also I would say that with the Twitter spaces and what you guys do, like, I like this, this, this in itself makes it better too. Like being able to talk to people. I live in Kansas. So like, this is the only connection that I have <laughs> New Orleans is the only connection I have to the saints. But, uh, but anyway, like that's it. And I think the everything quick, just real quick that Andrew and I kind of got into on the, uh, uh, when we were talking about this a couple of days ago is that I think if the NFL or a team really wants to own this is that they make a full commitment to that contract and they say, if you go to jail, we're going to pay your lawyer. We have to pay your lawyer fees. If you need mental health, we have to pay and you're still on the team and we're going to pay you league minimum or something like not like it's, it's it, like, if you really care about these people, if this guy's messed up and he's as bad as he is, like I gave the uh, Greg Hardy example, you know, it's like, do you think Greg Hardy became a better player when he got kicked out of the NFL or a better person? Do you think that he's less likely of beating women and doing the horrible things that he's accused of doing? No. 
Like he went to the UFC and he got beat up. So maybe that's justice for him. But the reality is if, if these people have these kind of challenges with a support structure and the money that the NFL provides, what are they going to do without you know, it? That's a great, that's a great point. That's a great point. I remember Brett Favre. There was somebody on the Packers. It was a receiver, and he had he had messed up a couple other places. He was a receiver for Seattle. Uh, Corin Robinson, that's who it was. And he got a bunch of DUIs with, the, with, with Seattle, and he signed with the Packers, and he was suspended. And when you're suspended from the NFL, you can't go in the building. You can't play in the games. You can't practice. You can't go in the building. And Brett Favre's only point was like, I have struggled with addiction. Suspend him for the games, but let him come to the building. Like, don't put him out away from his teammates, away from the support structure. Don't let him be out because he was out on suspension and he got another, he got in trouble again. So I think that's an interesting point that like these teams, they don't really give a crap about these players. Like if they gave a crap about them, they would do kind of maybe more to help I mean, them in different ways. Angry Ocho's point is a great one. And thanks, man, for, for speaking up. And uh, all, all of it was really well said. Um, so appreciate your contributions. But, yeah, no, look, at we root for an amoral, immoral league. You know, guys are barely getting suspended when they have domestic violence, when they have uh, assault accusations, um, when they're arrested carrying weapons. Uh, it's just unbelievable. And, uh, the only suspension in sports that anybody cares about on any level was the old, was steroids and baseball. They're like the root and you take the, you take the records, you've, you've damaged the game. You've, you've torn it. You've peed all over baseball. Every other sport, a player gets suspended all we freaking care about is when he getting when's he getting back. Yeah. When that's even, it. Even with performance enhancing drugs in, in the NFL, it's like when's he getting back? Yeah. It's ah, like Ingram ah, got caught. Too bad. When's he coming? Ingram. Back? Ingram got when's he getting he's when he got popped. When's he getting back? Yeah. Oh, you mata. How could you be so dumb? When are you getting back? All right, J, JP, you've been muted. Unmute yourself. And by the way, Mitch Price, I've tried to get you on a couple times. It looks like uh this app is is you're not getting through, so I don't know what's up, but I'll try one more time. JP, you're up. All right, guys. I just want to say thanks for letting me uh, allow me to talk. Uh, I just want to say I joined late, so I don't know what all you guys talked about, but I think a good addition that the Saints should look into this season, since we didn't get uh, Dirtbag Watson over from Houston, <laughs> is uh, 100% we should look into getting Darius Geis. I realize he's had his own legal issues, oh. and he's not the most legendary player of all time. Oh, but no, 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 him no, no, and no, no, Alvin no, no. Kamara, Oh, my oh, gosh, no, no, dude. That no, no. one-two punch would be absolutely lethal. Oh, and then God. him, Jameis Winston, dude, I think we could be a force to be reckoned with. And I'm just curious on what your guys' opinion is on that. The, the problem with, with signing is- other secondary offensive linemen, since we're obviously going to lose Toronto Armstead this uh, offseason, even as bad as that is, but it is what it is. So who knows? Darius Geis' allegations are horrific. Also, his knees are in worse shape than mine. No way. No, yeah, no podcast. way. Hard, hard thing. No. For weighing in. <laughs> he All liked my title of Dirty Watson, by the way. Andrew was giving me crap on a text message. I thought my Saints ain't getting Dirty Watson was a good title. Terrible. Um, <laughs> but um, My SEO he, skills he, are he, failing. You know, JP, JP, with the offensive line, yeah, you know, look, the Saints have to build out their depth, especially if they're losing Armstead. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, thanks, thanks for 
chiming in, man. Uh, Mitch, you finally got through. Unmute yourself. What you got? Well, I, uh, you guys are talking about Watson and, you know, the charges and whatever. But franchise quarterbacks, you always go for them, you know. And whether the guy, obviously, he chased the bag. I guess my thing is they probably should have went after Wilson. I think if, you know, from my understanding, Seattle called Denver. And um, I just thought they could have pursued him and it would have been a little bit cheaper. And obviously he's a little bit cleaner. I just don't understand why that never materialized. I think that never materialized. I think Seattle wanted him out of the NFC. That's why. Yeah. And I think the the other thing is, like, guys, if you look at the AFC, it's 12 deep franchise quarterbacks. Watson's not going to win a Super Bowl there. I mean, um, yeah. You know, look at and, and if the Saints get Winston or even Baker, Jimmy G, I think they make the playoffs because there's only three good quarterbacks in the NFC. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, I, that's a that's a great point, Mitch. And you know, it's the, the NFC. You know, it's like Devontae Adams is gone. Yep. Yep. Uh, Russell Wilson has left. Uh, Deshaun Watson was supposed to be coming to the NFC South. That didn't happen. Sure. And so now you look at the landscape. And as you know, we talk about how bad the NFC South is, and it's kind of wide open. I mean, maybe with Tom Brady back, Tampa is still kind of the highest in the pecking order. But like, who knows how long Tom Brady's going to last? One year. I think Green, yep. I think Green Bay is going to be. I just don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to put up the same numbers without Devontae uh-huh. Adams. So like, it, you know, the Rams are obviously going to be the favorites again. But I, I just feel like they've maybe taken a step backwards this free agency. But certainly, the Saints aren't any better. At least not right now. Well, yeah, but, but I think the Rams wasted it on Allen Robinson. I don't think he's that good. I know he's been well, miserable and here's, in the Bears, but I don't. I think they go all in, and I don't think you win it again because you did yeah. a, you did a, you know, you gave your soul to the devil <laughs> by getting all that. So they're not gonna well. And, and here's here's an interesting point that Andrew made, Mitch, and 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 I was thinking about it, and and when he said it, I agree with, but now I'm kind of rethinking it. You know, Andrew, you had said, listen, the Saints. They were willing to give three first-round picks and players and even more stuff for Watson. So if they're willing to do that, then they want their quarterback of the future, and they'll do it in the draft. Maybe spend less. They'll have to spend less capital than three first-round picks, obviously, to get the quarterback they want. But here's another way to look at it, Andrew. What if the Saints, when they were doing evaluations, and I know they don't have their draft board settled and all that, but what if they looked at the draft board and their scouts were like? None of these quarterbacks are worth picking at 18. Like, they're that's, not any. That's the, million, that's the million dollar question. And so the Saints were like, we got to get Deshaun Watson or we're not fixing quarterback long term this year. Like that. And that's why, that's maybe, maybe that's well, one of the I mean, reasons that, they were so hard to get one. That's where you get Jameis Winston and you roll with, you know, Taysom Hill, Jameis. Yeah. And uh, you know, Ian Book is your third string or whatever. And maybe you bring back Simeon. But that could, and that, or but that Bortles, could, you know, whatever. And that's yeah, but group. that could be – but, Andrew, that could lead you to a very surprising draft night where, like, maybe you get to 18 and you're like, oh, my God, all the quarterbacks are still here. Of course the Saints are going to take one of these quarterbacks because they have – there's – there's, there's Pickett. You can pick Ritter. You can pick Willis. They're all here at 18. They've got to pick a quarterback. And they go and pick a tackle or a, or a wide receiver because that's my, that's my, that keeps creeping in my head. Like the Saints were like, yeah. don't get Watson. We're not fixing quarterback this year. 
And of course, Dennis Allen, with his experience in Oakland, was like, I got to get me a freaking quarterback or I'm doomed. So go get Watson. Uh, so it, it just it's fascinating because this quarterback, this quarterback class, the one thing that's really interesting about it is there was about a two week period in January where people were starting to talk themselves into one of them being in the top 10. That died quickly, and now everybody's like, yeah, this quarterback class is ass. And, like, I don't think there's going to be a quarterback that's going to go high. I think these teams are like, these quarterbacks aren't any good. We're not picking them in the top ten. So it just makes it really fascinating on teams wanting quarterbacks and what they do to to, 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 to these one-year stopgap measures. Andrew, if I had to tell you of the guys left, Garoppolo, Baker – Winston, whoever, which Matt guy, Ryan, maybe, yeah, which guy do you think will have the most, will get the highest pay or have the most interest? I still maintain that Matt Ryan is disgusted, the bridge is burned, and I think he's going to ask out. And, and so I could see him going to the Colts. If he somehow stays with the Falcons, then I think the Colts go on all in for Jimmy Garoppolo. I still think Jameis makes the most sense for the Saints. And mm-hmm. I think that's where he goes. And honestly, I think Carolina is going to go all in for Baker Mayfield. Um, so that's how I kind of see the musical chairs playing. Uh, Mitch, you're back on. Uh, well, unmute yourself. I think you I don't anything think else? It, I don't think it was so much Dennis Allen's because I think he's learned from the Raiders. Saints don't need a franchise quarterback to win. Now to win it all, maybe yes, but not. And this draft doesn't have a franchise. If you wait a year, if you get a stopgap, when nobody wants to hear that. You get Winston, you give him a two, you give him instead of junk receivers, you give him Thomas, you give him Olivier from Ohio State, you go get a Landry. Alave. Alave, yeah. And then you can wait. Like you can get the rookie the following year. I think Seattle's going to get Baker. I think Matt Ryan, he could stay. I think the Colts got to make a move either way. So Jimmy G or Matt Ryan. And I think Carolina's screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G, by oh, the way, man, his so. market's collapsed, by yeah. the way, Jimmy G. And Saints like, are in a great spot. Like, they're not in a bad spot at all because Winston is – if somebody wanted him, they would have signed him, right? Yeah. So, like, I, Winston I, is not – Winston is not appealing. Like, if you were another – like, the Steelers, they went, they gave Trubisky two years, $15 million instead like – Jameis Winston, he played six games. He won four of them. He didn't turn the ball over, which was nice. But everything else was really inconsistent, and he was kind of the same old Jameis. Yeah. But he didn't Mitch, have Michael Thomas. That's the difference. Like, that, let's yeah, see what he, yeah, and, and let's see what he does with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a great point, Mitch. We're waiting to see what that collaboration could look like so much uh, mitch, mitch thanks for chiming in thanks, so much. before we get it. out of here before we get out of here andrew i gotta tell people that uh somebody on twitter had a great tweet they said they said dennis allen went into the meeting with sean watson and Deshaun watson said he wanted 230 million dollars and dennis allen said i'm fucking done here and he got on the plane to go see michael thomas yeah you know, the only thing I'll say about Dennis Allen and Mitch was talking about, you know, how the Saints don't need necessarily a, a franchise quarterback to win, you know, that they can win with kind of a game manager or solid guy and that he wasn't sure if Dennis Allen was behind it. I actually think Dennis Allen was all in 
on this proposition. And the reason I say that is when he was in Oakland as the head coach, you know, and this was really his only opportunity in his career, he started with the corpse of Carson Palmer his first year there. And it was a disaster. Palmer was constantly injured. Uh, they didn't really, he, he was forced to play uh, Matt McGloin at the time, who was all, who was awful, an awful backup because of Carson yeah. Palmer's age and injury. So in year two, they rolled with Terrell Pryor. That was the guy. Uh, he was so bad. They went back to McGloin and his quarterback situation was a disaster. And so then in year three, they go ahead and they draft Carr. So Carr's rookie season was Dennis Allen's first year with the Raiders. And that lasted four games. They start 0-4. They fire Dennis Allen. And so I think Dennis Allen remembers that really well. And I, I think he's thinking, I cannot start my tenure with the Saints, my first time as a head coach, dealing with this carousel again. Because you know what? The Saints were dealing with that carousel a year ago. And part of it, obviously, was the ACL injury to, to Jameis, who would have been the starter all That's time. right. But the Saints started four quarterbacks last year. And I, I think Dennis Allen saw that. He experienced it with the Raiders. And he's like, no, 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 no. I got to get my guy. So yeah. that's where, again, I go to, I think he drafts a quarterback. He's going to give up those first-round picks. And he's going to go get himself his quarterback of the future in year one. Whether he hits or not remains to be seen. But I think Dennis Allen, no one appreciates the value of having a clear vision for the future at quarterback right out of the gate because of how it went for him in Oakland the last time he was a head coach. Ah, maybe. I don't think – the thing is, though, Andrew, I don't think – You're not mean, buying what I'm selling. I'm not I'm, – it's not that I'm not buying – I think – I don't think that they will uh, have to move up that far. You know, like I, I just think a quarterback, like like it might cost them like a third round pick because they they can get from eighteen to twelve or something. I don't know, but I just don't think it. I, I don't think it's necessarily going to cost that much. And I'm I'm going to tell you right now. You know, I'm a big Carson Strong fan, and I would take him in the second round in a heartbeat. But I, Desmond Ritter's my guy. Desmond Ritter, give me Desmond Ritter. Go get him. You know, Malik Willis to me, he played at Liberty question about his competition um his all of his throws are off platform he's super super raw he's not going to give you any contributions in year one he's mm -hmm. a guy you're going to have to develop over time desmond ritter i think he can come in and make an impact as a rookie that that's my guy that's who i would go get yeah it'll be it'll be interesting and by the way guys stick we're wrapping up here tonight but stick with us become a patron support the show because listen the Saints to Ron Armstead. They have to decide a quarterback. They have money to spend that can add wide receivers. Maybe they'll surprise us, add a tight end. Maybe they got some they got some other offensive tackles available. They got some nice defensive linemen. Maybe the Saints add that in free agency. They're gonna spend this $30 million. I guarantee freaking TU uh come the end of free agency and when they get into July and August, they're not gonna have $20 million of cap space. That's just not how the Saints roll. So you want to have the breaking news that we will deliver you. You want to have that every freaking day. So sign up. Give Saints Happy Hour a chance. Sign up for $10. Get the booze bundle. 
uh, Swagbox and try us out for a month. You'll love us. You'll stay with us. You'll get in the Discord channel, Private Saints Chat. You'll love it. It's amazing. So, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. The Deshaun Watson saga is over, but the Saints free agency fun is just getting started. We will see you Monday night live stream on Twitch. Check us out. We'll see you then.